This is Rabbi Sharon Brous, Rabbi Yadi Kar, where we're dedicated to reinvigorating Jewish community, ritual, and learning, all while laying the foundation for a just and loving society. You're listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our teachings, our guest speakers, basically anything we think worth hearing that we can capture and stream, you can listen to right here. The whole Megillah. I mean, literally the whole Megillah. So thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom. A change of subject. Nobody knows my name. Nobody even knows I'm alive. I'm named for my person, not even for what I do, just for my person, Aaron, and I, what I am, is a rod. Aaron's rod. Nobody knows where I came from. Our teachers make a very big deal about that other Moses person's rod. They say it was created at twilight on the sixth day of creation with the rainbow and the manna and Abraham's ram and a bunch of other things. And that rod gets very busy with initiating plagues and splitting seas and hitting rocks. He's got a real sense of drama. I don't. Actually, I don't love being in the spotlight. I'd rather just get on quietly with what I'm doing. But this is the week that you find me in the Torah because someone challenged my person's right to lead. And together we taught something important and I got a miracle of my own. So I want to tell you about it. Here's what happened. The people were a mess. I mean, they were always a mess, but this time was worse, really, in complete despair, resentful and traumatized, and mourning an earthquake and a fire and a plague that happened because of just one man and a few of his friends, his arrogance and his I'm so smartness. Not like my person, I'm happy to say. Anyway, the people were a mess and weeping and yelling and screaming. And the Moses person did something very strange. He had a perfectly good rod of his own, but he grabbed me. And then he wrote my person's name on me, Al. Like I didn't already know who I belonged to. Always impulsive, that one, and he ran off with me and 11 others like me, and he put me in a box. But it wasn't just any box. Even when it was closed, you could see two blocks of stone and fragments of sapphire and this golden light, and I could see myself and the other rods in the walls reflected infinitely. It was so peaceful I fell asleep until the box opened and out I came and I knew I'd changed. Parts of me had blossomed and other parts had budded 
and other parts had made the, per the most perfect almonds. What a miracle. I mean, I was an entirely different shape. I looked great. I smelled great. And the people were cheering and smiling, and even that stern one with the other rod had cracked a grin. But what I remember most is my person's face. It was shining. He looked so happy and so proud, and I knew it wasn't because of me, not as such. It was because I had helped bring them back together. That's all he ever wanted, for people to come together, to work together, to stop quarreling for a minute and be at peace with each other. He'd always get himself into the middle of things, like that day down at the base of the mountain when the people wanted God, or that one day a year when he'd go into the tent all alone and I would have to wait until he came back out safe, or when he stopped the people dying of that plague that I mentioned, when he put himself between the dying and the living. Imagine, imagine the courage that it takes to step into the middle of things like that. And it wasn't just because he hates arguments. It was because he knew his purpose. It was the reason God made him, and it was the reason that God changed me. A dry rod, blossoming and budding and making almonds. I think that the blossoms that I made stood for growing and the buds for being kind and the almonds for being watchful and sensitive, just like him, really, just like he hoped every human being could be, growing and kind and sensitive, seeking the middle of things just like the heart sits in the center of the body, your human bodies, I mean. I hope that's what we taught them that day, that you can lead by growing, that you can lead in the plural, some of us blossoms and some of us buds and some of us fully fruited, but all of us growing, always growing together. They loved my person, those people. They were scared of the other one, I think, but they loved mine. And when he died, everyone mourned him and wept. Everyone. He didn't take me with him. So I stayed with some other friends who had connections with him the jar of manna and the jar of water, and we lived for a while inside that golden box, remembering him sometimes until we were lost to history. But one day, our teachers tell us, I will come back. I will be brought back by Elijah himself, 
me and the jar of manna and the waters from the altar and the anointing oil and Elijah will present it to the world. And once again, I will teach about kindness and sensitivity, about having the courage to stand in the middle of things, about having the courage to change and to grow. I'm looking forward to that. But now I have to go. So please remember me, even though you don't know my name. Please remember I'm alive and that whenever we find the courage to put ourselves in the middle of things, whenever we lead with our hearts and with kindness and with sensitivity, Aaron, my person, somewhere is smiling and a part of me is bursting into flower. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, it's Rabbi Brass again. Thank you so much for listening. Want more content like this? I hope you'll subscribe. And please consider making a contribution to Ikar so we can continue to work toward the fulfillment of our mission to reanimate Jewish life, to embody moral courage, to nurture the spirit, and to work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Visit our website at ikar.org. That's I-K-A-R.org. And I hope to see you, maybe even in person, sometime soon.